What's up, everybody? I'm Joe Longo. This is the Inspired Creativity Podcast. Thank you so much for being with me today. Today on the episode, I'm talking with Jeanette Seeley. Jeanette is a energy worker. She is a teacher of teachers. She is a yoga teacher. She is an energetic being with a lot of gifts that she's sharing with the world. And when I was originally setting up this podcast, I did not, obviously, like most of us, think that we would be in this current environment with everything that is going on in our world right now. So obviously, we do talk about some of the events that are happening. Janet shares a beautiful meditation with us towards the end of the episode that is really grounding and beneficial for everyone. So... I say make sure you listen and participate in that meditation. This intro is going to be short and sweet so we can get right into it. I do want to let everybody know that on Tuesday nights, I am doing Zoom meditations. On Wednesday night from 6 to 7, my regular normal Kundalini Yoga class at Yoga Brain is now happening via Zoom as well. You can register on the Yoga Brain website for that. Thursday morning at 10 a.m., I am doing meditations and coffee hangout. And Sunday evening, a meditation with a little discussion after as well. And I'm still trying to figure out different spots to sync up with some friends of mine to do some group hangouts via Zoom to just make us ourselves available to do little meditations and then just talk with everybody in a way to hold space. So if you're out there and you want to talk, you can. All of the information is going to be on my website, inspirecreatemanifest.com. I'm in the process of adding a new page on my website that lists all of the offerings um, that I have. Because in this trying time, just about everything has come to a screeching halt. Uh, I am still coaching people. If you're out there and you feel you need someone to talk to, I'm here. We can do all kinds of things. Uh, I'm also helping people with graphic design and web design and tech support. Really anything that you need uh, in that creative space. I'm here to help. If you're hearing that little voice inside that says it's time for you to do this and you need to make a website or you need to make some graphics to promote the things that you're doing, um, reach out. I will have that page up on my website hopefully by the end of the day. I'm also doing daily Facebook Live Oracle card readings in the morning because it's a lot of fun for me and it's a way to kind of break out of the typical day-to-day, so it's just something fun to do. But I'm also offering private Oracle card readings if you would like to schedule an oracle card reading that is just for you. Uh, The readings are anywhere from a half hour to an hour, and they are also on a sliding scale. And in these readings, it's a great time because we do ground in, we do a little meditation together, and then we, you know, we pull the cards and we talk. So in a way, it is a oracle card reading and a little bit of spiritual mindfulness counseling as well. 
So all of this information will be on a new page coming to my website shortly. Be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for all of the Zoom meditation and hangouts as well. Everything will be on my website, inspirecreatemanifest.com. I hope everybody out there is doing well. Please be mindful. Do what you can. Stay home if you can. Go for a walk around your neighborhood. Go for a walk in the woods. But go by yourself or go with the people that you are already quarantined with. Um, don't invite a group of friends that you haven't seen to go for a walk in the woods because you're in the woods. I know it sounds silly and we, we are tribal creatures and we want to be with people, but there is so much unknown that is happening that we really need to protect ourselves and protect everybody else. So if you invite a group of 10 people to go do an outdoor fitness class or to go for a walk in the woods and you don't know where everyone has been for the last 14 days, then you don't know who may be sick and who may not be sick. I know this time completely sucks, but this is not about living in fear. This is about being responsible and there's too much unknown. There's too much uncertainty to take that risk and then have you go back to be with your loved ones not knowing what you may be bringing home to them so please be responsible this is not about being fearful this is about being responsible and doing the right thing the right thing for yourself the right thing for the people around you so with all of that debbie downer stuff Head to my website, inspirecreatemanifest.com. I am here for you any way I can. If you want to do some mindfulness coaching, some mindset coaching, some transformational coaching, please reach out. Everything is on a sliding scale. I don't want to turn anyone away that needs help. I want to be here to help you to do what I can. And I also invite everyone that's listening, take a moment and ask yourself, what could you do to serve? What can you do to help the people around you? How can you be of service? How can we all step up to help the world around us? Because the world around us right now needs some help. We all need to shine our light. We all need to be beacons of hope. We all need to keep smiling and keep saying, what would love do? What would love do? Thank you so much for tuning in today. Enjoy this episode. Please share it with your friends. Put it on your social platforms. Leave a review in iTunes. It really helps get the podcast out in front of more people. And be on the lookout for some bonus episodes that will be coming out as well. And have a beautiful day. Enjoy the episode. What's up, everybody? I'm Joe Longo. This is the Inspired Creativity Podcast. Thank you for being here with me today. Today, I have a special guest, Janet Seeley. Jeanette Seeley. 
um, who is a yoga therapist, a Thai massage practitioner, an energy healer, a mother. She's been in the Air Force and has worked 20 years in um, hospice care. So we, I have a feeling we are going to talk about all of the things today. Um, it, I don't know the exact date. It's almost spring. It's March 16th. Um, mm -hmm. And we are in the middle of some, some trying times. So just to keep, you know, everyone that is listening, if you listen to this in the future, we're currently going through some, some interesting times right now. So I'm, I'm happy that you can be here with me today. I really feel that um, us light workers, if you will, energy workers really need to kind of step up like it's time for us to really embrace that, that warrior of light that we are. And, and know that it's okay that we're spiritual beings and it's also okay to be warriors because sometimes the warrior of light is needed. Um, so thank you for, for joining me today. I would love if you could, you know, just tell us a little bit about yourself. What got you to, to where you are? Um, Joe, thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to talk with you and to share with your audience. Um, and we are warriors right now. I think we're warriors of of sharing light, sharing good news, sharing positive practices that help people uh, in these tenuous times. It was a long road <laughs> for me to get here, um, a road that was, you know, I had a lot of um, childhood trauma. And uh, right around the age of 14, I started seeking something deeper. I was a seeker of spirituality. I started reading the Tao Te Ching and um, understanding that the, the mind-body connection was so powerful. I remember uh, just feeling really in tune with my body, like a super strong sensation of my emotions that were very physical and understanding that this embodiment kind of was an exploration of how these, these things were connected. I always loved um, philosophy, so I was a student of the great Greek philosophers of Socrates, and you know, I just read as much as I could, and Eventually, the road led me into healing work. Um, of course, I think when we spend a lot of time healing ourselves, that expression can only reach outward so that we're sharing this beautiful capacity with others to, to heal and transform and you know, create an sort of optimal health and well-being. Yeah, that's very important right now. And how we can stay in that optimal health and well-being, and how much our yeah. our mind plays plays a role in in all of that. Right. Um, so, how did you uh, like? So, it's been with you forever, and I think that mm -hmm. a lot of us it happens that way. And sometimes it takes us a little bit longer to realize that that it's been with us and then we start when we realize we start looking back and like oh right i've been tapped into things for yeah. and it should yeah. really then like bringing it out and putting it it into into play and i've been saying a lot that i've been stepping out of the woo closet 
<laughs> in, in embracing all of it. But these are things that I've felt, you know, my whole life. But there was this little fear of, you know, should I read? Like this morning, I jumped on and did a, a Facebook Live and just pulled a couple of Oracle cards. And, you know, if you would have told me last year, Joe, next next year you're going to be doing Facebook Lives, pulling Oracle cards. I would have been like, yeah, no, I'm going to do that. <laughs> Right. And now it just like flows out of me and it, you know, it makes me feel good, but it's also like, right, I think this has to happen, you know, and oh, yeah. it's that time and really listening to that, that little voice inside and knowing which way to go. So yeah. as, as you moved through your, through your career and, and your life, when did the transition happen for you to really embrace everything that you're offering the world and really step into for lack of a better word your woo <laughs> i know right it took a long time there was um in my early 20s when i was in the military and when i left the service and began working in long-term care it was still very western medical technology and woo was highly discouraged <laughs> and also being an empath, I was highly sensitive to other suffering, so I pushed it away. You know, I built walls around myself so that I would discard a lot of the stuff that I was into in my teenage years and, um, you know, the card reading and the listening to your intuition and paying attention to my dreams and all of that. And I, I pushed it away and I buried it and... I began to just like focus on on learning and and very academic Western model scientific approach to life, very left brained, and um, it didn't really open up for me again until I was about a decade ago. I was in a Thai massage training, and I was working in long term care full time. I was uh, consulting at that point. I was overseeing six different nursing homes in the state of New Jersey, and. I went into this training and we got attuned to Reiki level one and two as part of the training. And I came back and I went back to work. Like everything was normal. I had this great, you know, five or six day immersion in a retreat style setting. And I tried to go back to work like everything was normal and everything was different. Like all the walls that I built around myself to block out. Other, I was very compassionate. Don't get me wrong. But like, there's a difference between being compassionate and empathic. And when I got back to work, I just like, wow, it hit me so hard when another was suffering. And I was able to reach out and I was able to do a lot of, of healing and helping. Um, but it was overwhelming. And I didn't know how to create good boundaries at that time. I remember just bringing so much home with me. So, so much suffering. I would cry and um, I had little children at the time. I, one, one day, my daughter said to me, Mina, why are you crying, Mommy? And I said, well, you know, Sarah, she's just, she's just suffering so much. And Karina, she looked at me, my daughter, she was made before at the time, and she said, well, she's so nice of you. She's probably crying, too. <laughs> if you're crying with her, it'll make her feel better. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I I was just like, oh, so it took me a while, and I continued to work in nursing homes for like another 10 years, and, um, but now it was new, almost. I had new eyes, and my heart was soft and open, and those walls that I had built were down, so I had to uh, 
create empathic boundaries of like energy practices of intentionally letting go as I was leaving work of saying like this is not mine I will not carry it with me I love them and I'm caring for them but this is not mine and there were a lot of tools and techniques that I found that worked but it took some time and I had some amazing teachers to help me do that so it's been an evolution I think over the course of um, the past 12 years where I was able to gradually, step by step, move into the woo, move into the, the the practice of helping others facilitate their own healing, and using um, using energy like Reiki, using essential oils, you know, using breath, just all of these beautiful, beautiful tools that we may think of as small or simple, and yet there are profound in their effects. Right, right. There's so much that is, like just, you know, remembering our breath. Mm-hmm. That could help us. Yes. And we forget, you know. Right. And it's, I was talking to a friend about this the other day, that, you know, when we're little, and like, I remember this, like being little and like getting worked up about somebody or something and a teacher saying, you know, just calm down, take a deep breath. Yeah. And then, but that was it. It was just like, just take a deep breath. But it's always been there, like, like underli- underlying. And it's like, we forget. Mm-hmm. And right. in a way, if like, you know, when we were kids in elementary school, like having a time of like, okay, we're all going to breathe now instead of just you're acting up. So take a deep breath. But what if we all just sit together? Yes. And actually take that deep breath and notice what it does for the collective in the room and how us doing that together can help the collective outside of the room, which I think is very in, important right now with, with our current situation and how we're, like you said, we need, like, you can realize that we can be of service and we can help, but we don't have to take everything on either. That it's mm-hmm. time for us to step back a little bit and let go so that we can also maintain. I think that's a big part with, I'm sure people that you, you share your energy practice with your teachings with to teach the teachers, you know, that we have to take care of ourselves too. Like we need to remember to, as we're helping the collective, we also have to be helping ourselves. Right on. It's so important. It's vital to our ability to function effectively in the world as as empaths as healers as teachers of you know these practices like yoga or qigong um i think those those self-care tools are so important and as humans we're social creatures right our our nervous systems are designed to co-regulate so if you're calm and you're in, in doing that or into your surroundings people will feel it um and their nervous systems, their brain waves will align with yours. And I think that's why sometimes you see a yoga teacher really command a room with you. I don't like that word, but, you know, they really create a, a down-regulating experience where you just feel overwhelmed with peaceful, calm energy. Um, I remember my teacher training, <laughs> my teacher did that. Right, she just she had that effect on us. Uh, Suda Alit, Doctor Suda Alit, who's now Swamini 
um, Saraswati Shraiwanda, and she had that effect, and I was quite new um, to the spiritual effects of yoga. I practiced gym yoga at the time, and I was like, what did you do to us? (laughs) 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 How did you do that? Like, it was so, so incredible. Um, But we really do. We really have effect on each other and our nervous systems are totally able to co-regulate so it's what a mother naturally knows with a baby if they're upset you stay calm um it's one of the tools i used to use with alzheimer's patients all the time if they were upset i would get calmer and calmer breathe deeper slow my voice and they would come along for the ride usually so it was really a beautiful experience to begin to mix this western science anatomy knowledge and the actual experiential effects of this seeing it at play seeing how it works and then being able to use it intentionally so that we can create really beautiful wonderful experiences for another yeah it's so important and you mm-hmm. in, intentionally is 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 the key i think um, right i've been noticing with with my practice and the more i become aware of the energy mm-hmm. it also makes me take a step back and say well, what is what am i feeling and how am i directing this and how am i using this yeah really you know bringing that awareness which is ultimately bringing me more to a present moment to be really aware of where i am and everything that i'm feeling so i can then you know either give the energy that needs to be given or accept what is coming beautiful but we Mm -hmm. do it's a great way to really be in that space of presence and really being in the now which is so 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 important because there's just so much that is, you know, out of our control. Yeah. That, that, we, that we have no control over, but really we have control of this present moment with this breath. And that yes. is, um, I think, going to be really helpful for, for all of us on, on the planet to, to remember <laughs> that. And, you know, really acknowledge that we are these energetic beings and you know the people that we're surrounding ourselves is, is going to affect that and we're also going to affect them um, right i've been noticing some friends of mine that have been in you know full-time spiritual-ish business type worlds and now going back into the corporate world and in a way it's like part of them is have have been saying i i need the security but also part of them feel like i need to be in this space so i can actually do the work that i'm supposed to do because people in that environment also need this and it's like almost like going undercover um, (laughs) into the world and being this secret undercover um energy worker that's just doing doing their their job and i think back to when i worked in the, the corporate world like how that helped me because like i wouldn't run around and say things i would just kind of be me but be calm mm-hmm. and i used to manage an it department at a university and i, I really I, I still don't know that much about technology but i knew how to uh, <laughs> to talk to people you know i knew how to tell the dean what was going on in normal language to keep them calm as right. opposed to coming at them with all of this tech 
language. And it was just like keeping that, holding that space. And at that time, I didn't realize what I was doing. You know, it was just kind of happening. And now I look back, I'm like, oh, wow, like that was, you know, these gifts, like I said at the beginning, that sometimes we have that have been with us that we just don't even realize until somehow something happens and they get activated within us. Yeah. And then we start taking that, that hard road to start embracing those, those gifts um, and accepting it. Because I think it could be trying for people as well to... Mm -hmm. When, once you start, I've been saying this a lot in my workshops, like we're going to activate our superpowers. Um, <laughs> activating our superpowers, sometimes it might throw you back a little bit, you know, when you sit down and you start meditating and you start seeing images or hearing things or, you know, you're connecting to that voice inside. It could throw people off a little where you might be like, am I going crazy? Like, did I just get this message from somewhere, something? You know, it's yeah. almost like... Uh, um, there needs to be like a spiritual support group in a way for everyone right. whose um, superpowers are activating. Cause I think um, I noticed on your website, uh, there was a line that said something about a, like a, ma a great awakening that we are in this time of a great awakening. And yeah. as more people are waking up, I think there's also more people that are like, what? I feel things all of a sudden. I feel my emotions. This is weird. Where did this come from? Right? Yeah. That's what I went through. <laughs> Awakening, it's never easy. It's not an easy process. And I think I think right now, literally, in this moment, in these periods of, of quarantine and shutdown and lockdown, there's a, there's a lot of opportunity for that because we're getting quieter than we've ever been. We're becoming more still than we've ever been. Our children are home from school and our, you know, gyms perhaps and yoga studios and um, even churches are shutting down. So we, we're, we're having the opportunity to look inward um, for the first time in a long time where we're not so busy with the external noise. And this can, this can be a wonderful opportunity for all of us to... Um, get more in touch with our practices and get more in touch with whatever we define as the spirituality that supports us, whether it's nature or God or you know, the universe, whatever that may be for each individual. I think it's a beautiful opportunity to, to sit and be quiet and really listen and feel like you said, it's a long time sometimes since you really let yourself feel everything that needs to be felt. Right, right. It's so, it's it's so powerful. Um, I know for myself, with just the influx of everything that's happening, um, like I try to keep my television off and only watch mm -hmm. things. But now, yeah. like, I should probably at least be informed with what's happening. Yeah. I feel after I become informed, then I instantly have to sit down. Like I have to go to my meditation cushion. And I have to close my eyes and I just have to breathe because I can feel the anxiety within myself building. And, yep. You know, from being someone that has, you know, this, you know, multi-year practice and I'd love to sit down and just, you know, breathe and like drift off into some other land um, <laughs> and travel <laughs> through space and time, you know, that way. 
Yes. The little bit of stuff that I am taking in, I'm noticing the anxiety that it's causing within me. So yeah. The normal average Joe, I can say that because I'm a Joe. <laughs> um, I, I can only imagine the stress level and the anxiety level that people are going through. And it really, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that I'm going to say almost all of the studios have now shut down, but are right. offering these, you know, online services, you know, offering discounted, you know, Zoom classes or classes. And I still think they should be charging full price for their classes that, that they're <laughs> offering online. Um, but it is amazing to see, you know, like if you wanted to sit down today and, you know, do medit meditate and do a yoga class and probably do a yoga nidra class, I bet you you could find it somewhere right. on social media today. Which it's is, pretty incredible. Yeah. It's really, yeah. you know, it, it sucks that we're in this situation, but it is this chance to really like hunker down and connect and like do these practices and journal you know if you haven't journaled in years like break out a notebook and just start writing and see what comes right. out and just now's the time yes and i think you know these um this opportunity like it's you can plant your garden <laughs> literally you can t tend to the things that need tending to whether that's your creativity or your healing or the caring for your body. I, I worked with um, the corporate world for so long that a lot of my clients are caught up in that, you know, three hour a day commute, eight hour a day work day, come home, take care of the kids. Weekends are filled with obligations that they have literally no time for themselves. And their health suffers as a result. So I feel like this slowing down to breathe, to connect, to journal, to do whatever it is that really lights your soul on fire, that really feels makes you feel nourished and supported. Again, it's a beautiful chance to do that. And hopefully we're all using our time wisely. Um, you know, I've seen some memes about like <laughs> vodka and wine and, you know, sure, have fun, but right. Also, <laughs> I think it's it's a wake-up call to tend to our health because if we're in fear, our nervous system and immune system are already compromised. So how are we how are we taking care of that? Are we just are we just letting the fear and the anxiety kind of take over, or, or do we feel empowered? And do we feel like okay? So maybe it's a wake-up call that now I need to tend to my immune system a little bit more. And, of course, there are lots of our elders and cancer patients and, you know, people who, no matter what they do, no matter how well they're caring for themselves right now, their immune systems m might just be compromised. But for many of us, we are empowered to make a big difference in our well-being um, with herbs and practices and breath and meditation so it's it's amazing that so many people are coming online now and sharing it sort of abundantly that you have so much choice from the comfort of your own home right exactly and i know for me when i first started um practicing i was i would always be fearful of the people in the room thinking obviously they're watching me 
That's exactly <laughs> where my mind went. Like everybody in this yoga class is totally paying attention to me. Yeah. So now, it, like, it does give you that safety net of like no one sees you. Like, just listen, follow along, move your body, breathe, and enjoy it. And then when right. you come back online, you know that fear is gone. Like, actually mm -hmm. going to to class, like do these these practices and allow them to you know to change to change your your system your thought process your your dna like it's time to to reprogram our, yes. our system um a podcast that i listen to a lot it's called the soberish podcast with jessa reed she put out a bonus episode on sunday talking about everything and she had said she was like you know with all of us being home give yourself some time just to daydream and imagine what kind of world can we all create from this? Like yeah. what kind of good can we put out there? And you know, we don't, I don't think we daydream enough anymore, especially as adults. And sometimes people say, you know, just meditate. And instantly when someone says meditate, people's mind goes to, I can't turn my mind off. I don't know how to meditate. Um, <laughs> what if we just said, you know what, forget about saying the word meditation and just daydream. Like just sit on yes. a chair, stare out the window and just daydream like you did when you were a kid and see what comes up. See what right. thoughts pop in and like what can we do as a, as a collective consciousness to start creating a new world for us. Like, right. this, this should be the best wake-up call for every single person on the planet right now to say we need to, we really need to come together in a space of love, and how can we keep the space of love after? Yes. And how can we? Like, sorry, I didn't mean to. The, no, no, I'm just agreeing. I, I love it. I, I love, and, and I'm, of course impacted by the gravity of the situation as well um but i am choosing to see it as this ability to wake up there's a beautiful poem i don't know if you read it it was by um richard hendrick and it says like they say in wuhan after so many years of noise we can hear the birds again they say that after just a few weeks of quiet the sky is no longer thick with fumes, but blue and clear. They say that in the streets of Assisi, people are singing to each other across the empty squares, keeping their windows open so that those who are alone may hear the sounds of family around them. And it's, it goes on. It's a long time. I'll share it with you. It's so beautiful. But that that's... Beautiful. That's what we can take from this. That's what we can do. We can wake up to how we are caring for our earth, how we are caring for each other, and how we are caring for ourselves and our homes. And where, how are we tending to our garden? Right. It is spring. What seeds are we planting? What are we planting, and how are we going to water those seeds so they flourish? Right. Right. To, to support all of us. Yeah, and we're at this, uh, if one thing uh, can become completely apparent to every person in the world right now is how very interconnected we are. Yes. Yeah. Um, last night I hosted a, uh, a meditation through Zoom, and I've been doing, a couple weeks ago, um, a friend 
um, kind of did this wonderful little energy reading with me. And as she was doing the reading, she looked at me and she was like, you have to, you, you got to start teaching um, met your meditation classes online. Like you got to start doing this. And this was like probably six, seven weeks ago. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I'm like, okay, sure. So I started, I started doing that. And then after the meditation, there's just a little discussion, like a little, you know, satsang where everyone can share. And it's that has, I enjoy that part of the meditation. I mean, I love leading the meditation, but having right. everyone be able to share and hold space for one another has really been this bonus side effect that, you know, yes. that, that came along. And, and last night after the meditation, it really felt like even though everyone that was on the call, you know, we were all in different places, we're connected mm. through Zoom so we can see each other. But it didn't feel like we weren't connected. Like it felt like we were so connected and we were all held. And it was just that, you know, that the beauty of, of using these technologies to, to, to stay connected and to create that space. Like I might not be able to have a dinner party, but I can still invite people into a Zoom chat with me and pretend. To exactly. Party, you know, we can all get <laughs> together and still maintain it. And really, I, 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 I see this as a way to actually create even stronger community with definitely everyone. you know i'm sad to say this but for the first time since i've lived where i live now in point pleasant for close to three years i've actually gone around and intentionally met my neighbors mm. i mean literally so i was just I, I wanted to reach out i wanted to let them know i'm here if they need anything you know, I wanted to tell them who I am, and I would never have done that otherwise. I would just go every day and, like, wave to them and, like, pop in my car and go where I got to go. But this led me to be connected in case someone needs me. Um, you know, I'm healthy and young, and, like, I'm not too concerned about my own well-being, but I want to be able to be there for others. And I think that's what it's doing for us. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um, I have not made my round to my neighbors yet. Um, <laughs> but that, you know, like, if you can, do it. And I think it's so important to, you know, to keep that connection. I mean, we are tribal beings. Like, we're meant to be in a tribe. Yes. And one of the, I've been, I'm, I have literally, I, I graduate from my life coaching certification program next Saturday. Oh, and one, yeah. one of the things that we talked about was like, you know, when people start getting sad when they're alone, it literally is your body or like that, our internal system saying, Hey, you need to be around people. Like not, mm -hmm. you know, you're sad, shut down even more. Like it is your internal system saying, hey, Joe, you're feeling sad. That is, this is you saying you need to get out. Like get out of your house. Go connect right. with people. Um, right. And when I heard that, I'm like, oh, wow, that really, that really makes sense. Because it's easy to drop into that space. Like I'm sad, it's winter, I'm just gonna call, crawl under a blanket. When really, when you're feeling that urge to crawl under the blanket is when we should not be crawling under the blanket. 
and, exactly. and putting ourselves in that tribe because we are like we should be sitting around a campfire you know connecting with everyone yes. you know sharing yes. stories like you know our our ancestors did as opposed to just you know go to work come home watch netflix exactly stay up too late watching netflix and then be tired because i have to go to work tomorrow <laughs> right and then start the whole process again right. and whether that campfire is is in person or virtual that reaching out that community building that's what we need it's it's one of the main components of well-being and quality of life and you know i think i think to some degree we've all forgotten that so it's great to wake up to it it's really beautiful to be able to sit in this space of quiet and you know maybe you're not going to work or or maybe you're able to work from home right now um and the ability to be there and wonder and daydream and you know reach out (laughs) right right yes it's it's it is it is this blessing in disguise and somebody pointed out yesterday that you know in and I, I, I don't remember what country but somewhere across the pond you know every summer they take you know everything shuts down for two weeks and it's just mm-hmm. that everyone is on vacation now and yes we are in a way we're all being given a gift to you know rest we're giving our 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 planet, our Mother Earth, a rest, mm-hmm. right? Of us as well, right? Um, and the more you know, like people have been talking about, like a national lockdown, and in my personal opinion, I feel they should have done that like two weeks ago, rather right. than, you know play it safe and say we're going to shut it down now, and say, right. you know stay home, get your supplies. You can, mm-hmm. you know, do those things, but just like we're shut down, we're on vacation. Don't worry about anything. Like it's yeah. not a time to worry. This is a time to just kick back and allow yourself that space to relax and breathe, go within. Yeah, and let this pass. I think if we look at Spain and Italy, um, how they were forced to shut down when it was already a little bit too late. Um, Italy, unfortunately, just facing so many healthcare crises where they're they're literally making life and death decisions because they don't have equipment or space or capacity. So we we don't want to end up like that here. And I I think our healthcare system is, is greatly challenged. My sister's a nurse practitioner and I've been in the healthcare industry for decades, and and I know firsthand like how incredibly challenged it is. Our resources are limited, our staffing is limited, and when we have these these outbreaks, um, whether it's the flu or you know COVID, uh, I think one of the keys of this is how quickly it spreads and how how the rate of infection is so high it's one to three every one person three people get infected um you know if we're staying home we're we're giving our country our community space to handle it um and handle the really difficult cases not the the perhaps non-emergency cases so but it all begins i think with 
your health begins with practice. I mean, having a diet that supports you, having a lifestyle that's supportive so that your body will do its, its natural thing of seeking homeostasis. Um, every system of our body is designed to function together effortlessly. And if we create a supportive environment, then our body's able to do that. You know, our immune system is capable of, of fighting things off. Our nervous system is capable of calming down and eliminating stress and and on and on. Our digestive system is able to process and eliminate what we no longer need. So I think that's where we all have a lot of work to do and, and things like Chinese medicine or Ayurveda can really support us because it gets to the root of how you care for yourself. It doesn't really deal as much with symptoms and diseases. It looks at the whole picture. It looks at the person holistically and, you know, deals with the individual as opposed to you come in and you have a symptom and I'm going to treat your symptom and send you home. It looks at the source and the whole picture. Um, so there are, there, are, there are some things that, you, you know, we can do to support our bodies to, to function at their optimal level. I don't know if you'd like me to share with you that I love. How about, can you share a couple things that may, you know, keep people, um, obviously a little bit calmer and share whatever, share Give us some tips. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, Maybe some simple things that, you know, people that are listening that, that can do, you know, with, with things that, you know, may already be in their house and not even realize yes. that they have things that could help them, you know, that could be beneficial to them. Yes, um, I would love to. So the first that we, you and I both have um, a lot of experience with, but oftentimes we don't think about it, is our breath. So one of my favorite practices for calming down the nervous system is just lengthening your exhale so i'd love to guide you in a little breathing practice if you like yeah that would be great i'm sure all right (laughs) so we'll begin um just by giving yourself a little hug so place your right hand on your left rib cage and your left hand can wrap around your right arm or tuck under and hold your right rib cage whatever the case if you prefer Feel what feels best. And with your hands on your ribs, you'll begin to really feel yourself breathe. Just your natural breath at first. Inhale and exhale. And notice the expansive, uplifting qualities of the inhalation. And the soft warm, settling qualities of the exhalation. With every inhale, feel your ribs expand and imagine every cell of your body is infused with healing oxygen, nutrients, fresh blood, prana. And with every exhale, Feel tension melt out of your body, stress, 
anxiety, worry, whatever, whatever is present for you right now that's not serving you, you can let it go with the exhale, a little bit at a time. And just take about three more breaths like this. Feel the beautiful healing power of the breath. The inhale nourishes every cell. The exhale releases toxins, metabolic waste, anything that doesn't serve you. And on your next inhale, just count the natural length of your inhale. Perhaps it's a count of four. We'll just use four, but don't try to force or control the breath. Create no effort. And on your exhale, see if you can move towards doubling the length of your inhale. So if you inhale to a count of four, exhale to a count of six or eight. Again, creating no effort, just ease, but lengthening the exhale, activating the body's parasympathetic response, that rest and repair response of the nervous system. Breathing in and breathing out. Creating a steady rhythm, gentle and smooth, just so nourishing and supportive. The breath is there from the time that we're born until the time that we die. We come into the life, this life, on an inhale, and we leave it. On an exhale. And the breath is always there, guiding us, nurturing us, and supporting us. And when you feel complete, you can just gently release your hands. Allow your breath to return to normal and know that this is there for you any time. Sense how perhaps it has shifted your energy. Oh, Even your mind. <laughs> that's beautiful. Oh. So that's one of my favorites. It's like giving myself this beautiful little hug and taking some time to breathe. Just kind of, a, it's a reset for the nervous system. I love that little hug. That was so, so nice. Oh. I feel very spoiled, but bonus. This is what happens when you have a podcast. Sometimes you get, you get little, 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 uh, little treats like this. Mm -hmm. uh, that was absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much. And just the oh, way that thank you, you know, from the time we started to right now has completely shifted. And yeah. I hope everyone that's, that's listening, you know, also is able to experience 
something like that. And also realize it doesn't have to be crazy. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be all deep in the woo. Like it really is just give yourself a hug and focus on your breath. And, right. You know, be there. You know, really give yourself some love. It's okay yes. to love ourselves. We really need to be loving ourselves. We do. And as we're, you know, supporting the world around us and our family and our friends, we also need to to love ourselves. Um, take yeah. care of ourselves. It's I always I keep coming back to this. You know, when we fly, the first thing they say when they go over the, you know, the um all of the safety procedures is put your oxygen mask on first. Right. And then help the person around you. And it's the most important advice. Right? <laughs> That's what we got to do. We have to first, you know, give yourself a hug, breathe, and then help the person next to you. Yeah. We're not maintaining, you know, that, that energy system within us and maintaining our own self. It's going to be hard for us to support the world around us. It is. And it's so much easier to give from a full cup than an empty one. So, yeah, just another um, couple of tips. I think the breath, just sitting still and quiet and listening with every day and breathing deeply is super healthy and nourishing for the nervous system. And then, I'm so simple, but like, one of the pieces of advice I always give my daughter um, who struggles a little bit with mental well-being, it's just take care of yourself like you would a plant. Give yourself enough water every day. Get a little sunshine every day. Get good sleep every night. Just make sure that you tend to yourself every single day. And the truth is that proper brush, proper rest, proper diet are going to be some of the most supportive things you can do for yourself. So important. So important. Yeah. I love that analogy of think of yourself like a plant. I mean, we, we all need those things. Right. I look around my room with all my plants and I'm like, wow, I really need to be treating myself exactly like I'm treating my plants. Yeah. Oh, so beautiful. Wow. Wow. I feel like I'm on a, like I'm floating on a big, beautiful, fluffy cloud. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for letting me share with you and your audience. And um, it's just beautiful what you're doing, Joe. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And um, I mean, everything that you're doing is, you know, is beautiful as well. You're helping to... um, you know, ignite this this energy within people and helping them get out into the world to also share and, you know, light up the world around them. So it's what, you know, it's what we all need. It's what the planet yeah. needs. It's what's, what our species need. We need, we all need to get our superpowers activated. So thank yep. you for helping people to uh, activate their superpowers and really step into the infinite creative beings that we are. Right? It's an honor, though. It's such a privilege and um, a gift, I feel, to to be able to be in a space where I'm sharing, um, where I'm helping to help people feel empowered, you know? 
I think feeling empowered is key. Um, when we get it stuck in self-doubt or, or victim mentality um, or just hopelessness, despair, all of those all of those feelings that can just bring us into that space where we want to curl up under our covers and stay there. Yeah. <laughs> Which happens, I'm sure, to every single one of us at some point in our lives. Um, having support around you that can create a sense of empowerment and, and give us simple things we can do to get out of that space, concrete, tangible, step-by-step things that we may not be thinking of, but um, have really incredible effects on bringing us back into a space of power and where we're able to serve from our highest level. Um, it's just such a privilege to help people do that. Yes, yes. So please tell everybody, where can they find you? Where can they get more information about you? Where can they practice with you? Where can they study with you? Yeah, um, well, I have so many things going on and, and so many things up in the air, as, as we all do right now. So I have canceled all of my in-person classes for the next month, at least. Um, but I do have online things available. I have my website is JeanetteSeely.com, and it's one N. Um, so you can go there and you can find my YouTube channel where I have a lot of free offerings, meditations, yoga classes, um, you can, I just created a Patreon account, so I'll be putting that on my website really soon, and that's donation-based, but um, you'll be able to take online classes with me. My classes are really focused on, again, really empowering people, um, so empowering people to, to feel a certain way, to help themselves relieve and eliminate pain as a resource for healing injury or if your neck hurts. <laughs> I have a lot of anatomy backgrounds, so I, I get a little a little geeky. So if you like to geek out, then, then you probably will like my classes. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 really, it's really unfolding, as it is for so many of us right now, um, this beautiful online world of offering your services. I do have... Um, um, mentorship also that I offer for yoga teachers and other movement practitioners and we we dive into uh, so many different aspects but first we get really really clear on how you're here to serve because that's where it all begins and so many like you and I have come from backgrounds of technology or corporate world or you know maybe working in the fashion industry and all of a sudden they're yoga teachers and it's like what do I do now how do I make this work so it's a guide to help you get really really clear to have the supportive community around you while you do that and then we go deep into anatomy biomechanics neuroscience um, working with special needs populations I want yoga to be accessible for all. Um, I worked at Debara Heart and Lung and taught yoga to bedridden people. So it, it's really, as you know, Joe, it's, it's available for everyone. These technologies don't have a limitation on how they can help or who they can help. So I love sharing that. And that's all online as well. And then I have a retreat coming up in November of 2020 still happening but um we're, we're pausing kind of right now on having people sign up for it but do check in in the next month or so and see where we stand if you'd love to come to thailand with me and i host yoga retreats for families so 
as a mom, I've always wanted to bring my kids on a yoga retreat, and it was always so hard. So I created it. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it has been a gift. So I've I've gotten to travel the world with my littles and my not so littles. Also, I have a nineteen year old. Um, <laughs> and uh, so there's lots, lots happening. And um, like I said, moving a lot of it online has been a gift and a push for something I've wanted to do for a while. And I was doing in very small incremental steps. And now like you, it's just kind of like you started it. And now it's just blossoming and expanding because of the need to cancel our in-person gatherings. And we want to continue to create community and offer these services for people. Um, and, and like I said, it's donation based. So um, if people are worried right now, if they're out of work and they have no idea how they're going to pay their rent, I want them to still be able to practice yoga. So you can send me a dollar. <laughs> you know, of course I have to make a living too, but really um, I know that if I keep offering, it will come. So. Right. Exactly. I've, I've been saying that a lot. Like I've, I've moved all of my things to a donation based and you know, there's, Three different levels and i'm not gonna mm-hmm. take anybody away either like it's exactly important time and we all have to walk in that space of knowing that we'll be taken care of um, yes because if we're not um leading by example then it's not really helping anybody yes so that's where we need to be thank you thank you thank you so much thank you taking the time for leading us through that beautiful little little meditation i really appreciate it um yes yeah yeah Um, i appreciate you too um please go follow pay attention connect to your breath connect to your body um and take this time to you know connect with yourself breathe connect with your higher self and start envisioning and imagining you know what what kind of world are we creating what can we create how can we move forward to uh to shine our light brighter 